G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Friday morning has rolled around once again. As all thanks to Racing Queensland. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Well, a week off, refreshed, a little bit damp, but I'm back. Sammy Highland, good morning. Mark, good to have you back. And How'd yeah, you go? How'd uh, you go? How was it? Was yeah, we, Chris? we got through. We got through, no worries. All the rain. So, but good, good to have our Capitan back. <laughs> now... I did say Queensland is racing, but it's been rather difficult for everyone in the industry because of the rain down south and the heat up north. Remarkable week with uh, cancellations and because um, it's too hot to race in the north and too wet in the south. Yeah, it's quite amazing, isn't it? Like uh, Townsville off today um, and Cairns was off uh, last week. That's been transferred to, to Monday uh, just because it's too hot up there, up north and uh, obviously, a uh, lot of humidity up there, which, you know, affects how the horses pull up and, you know, racing on uh, on a really hot day in those conditions, it can it can really take the, the sting out of horses. So, um, yeah, it's, if it's not rain, it's uh, it's the sun. But, gee, we've had uh, we've had so much rain and it was fantastic last week to, to be able to get that meeting, uh, that Doombin meeting to go mm. to Toowoomba. And, you know, I, I, I think it's uh, it's great that Toowoomba got to, to have a Saturday meeting with, uh, you know, good class runners and it was a great day of racing. Um, you know, it's a, it can be a tricky track, Toowoomba, but it's, uh, it, you know, it's uh, – yeah, that's what that's what uh, makes punting there. Uh, no, I had a really good day there last Saturday. Found some winners, and uh, it was great to see the return of uh, Go Wanji. Uh, although I wish he, I, well, I thought <laughs> he got over the line himself and was a outright winner. But uh, Windside and him dead heated, and uh, gee, I think he's in for a really good preparation. Go Wanji, he's a he's a good galloper. Now, we had um, Luke Gatehouse on the program uh, on with Breakfast with Patton Heels on Thursday, the boss of the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. Uh, they've been smashed at Albion Park. I mean, no racing for the harnesses or the greyhounds at Albion Park. Ipswich is stepping up to the plate. There's no – Capalabar's out as well. Wow. So Ipswich, they're racing seven days a week, the greyhounds at Ipswich. So they're getting uh, great use out of the track there. And – they also told us, Luke, that Yamanto is where they're building, going to build the new Greyhound facility. Not a drop. Everything was fine out is there. Is that right? So that was, that was, when I say not a drop, it rained, but they didn't get flooded. Yeah. Where they're going to build a new track at Yamanto. So um, they're looking forward to moving out there. But yeah, so no racing at Albion Park, literally been washed away. Um, well, and so and the much. And Creek's closed, or was. I don't know whether it's open yet. No, I think it still is closed. Yeah. I, I only live up the road in Windsor and... Uh, yeah, when uh, when you sort of um, go down the bottom of the hill there, well, that road that that runs alongside uh, uh, Albion Park that was closed for best part of a week, I'm going to say, and mm. and obviously the clean up was um, has been so hectic. So uh, yeah, well done to Luke and Scott Steele and and the team down there at Albion Park because it's uh, been a lot of hard work to 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 get it. To, get it back and up and going. And obviously it's not back and up and going yet, but it's well on the way. I know um, uh, there's been plenty of uh, activity there, uh, cleaning everything up and people with paintbrushes. And I actually saw a post um, 
earlier in the week of uh, Georgie Cartwright and and uh, uh, Georgie Cartwright, uh, Justin Huxtable, and Michael Murphy out there um, on the tools and yeah, getting helping Scotty Steele getting things uh, well on the way. Good stuff. Now the irony of all that when we're talking about places being underwater and not being able to race is that um, we haven't raced at Eagle Farm for a long time because the track's been too firm. Uh, and this week we're back. Yeah, it's, it's had its issues, Eagle Farm, hasn't it, over, over the time? And uh, it's had a 12-week break. I think I'm pretty sure it was 12 weeks that it's had off and, and, a, and a serious renovation done to it. Uh, they had a couple of horses gallop there. Desley Forster galloped a couple of horses yesterday, and Jimmy Byrne was saying, although it still felt a bit firm, um, uh, yeah, they were, they were happy with it. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. To, it's a really good meeting um, on on Saturday, and uh, it'll it'll be uh, good to see them back racing there. And and of course, Doobin have transferred a meeting on Wednesday that that goes to Eagle Farm. Uh, so they'll race. Uh, the rail goes out ten meters, and just to give Doobin a little bit of a break because it's had a it's had a, mm. a hectic workload in, in recent conditions. years. In yeah, wet conditions, exactly. Yeah. And and. I uh, sort of want, um, you know, want both tracks uh, A1 for going into the, the winter carnival. Yeah, it's um, it, fingers crossed that everything's okay with Eagle Farm. Not only the fact to give Doombin a break, et cetera, I mean, it's a great racetrack. And there's a difference That's it. There's a difference between Doombin and Eagle Farm for the horses as well. And so we need Eagle Farm back, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Big straight and su- such a big track. It's, you know, it's headquarters here in Queensland, isn't it? So um, it's... Uh, yeah, it's it's the best best racetrack that they have here, so we need it back racing uh, as often as we can. Bit of controversy at uh, Ippy on Wednesday. Uh, ben Thompson uh, um, is involved. To Ben, great uh, friend of the program here, of course. But uh, Sacred Oath. Now, no one would have really been paying much attention to this maiden at Ipswich on a Wednesday afternoon if it wasn't for Sacred Oath, part owned by uh, Campbell Brown. Shane Warne was involved as well. So the focus of attention was well and truly on Sacred Oath. And a very, look, I know that the uh, stewards are having an inquiry and that inquiry uh, hasn't restarted yet, but um, it could have been a really serious incident uh, at Ippy on Wednesday. Yep. It's, um, I mean, it's just a racing incident and that's what happens, Mark, in in, uh, horse racing when you've got uh, 500, 500 to 600 kilo animals going as fast as they can around a racetrack and, and they've um, uh, got jockeys on their back. It's sometimes, uh, you know, you can you can just come over that little bit too far. And that, that uh, you know, in fairness to that, that 1,500-metre start is quite tricky at, uh, at Ipswich. You haven't got a long run to that first turn and Ben Thompson fired that horse out to, to come across and uh, he had Tegan Harrison inside him, and then obviously Sacred Oath was up on the fence. And they're young horses, inexperienced horses in tight running is a is a recipe for for um, you know accidents, and mm. and that's what we saw. Where it's uh, we saw a racing incident where Sacred Oath got tightened up on the inside, and and he hit the running rail and unbalanced. Uh, Ryan Maloney and uh, thankfully horse and jockey uh, pulled up okay after it. Um, yeah, there's a there's an inquiry uh, going to happen uh, in the future, but I'm sure Ben Thompson will. Uh, yeah, I think he'll he'll get suspended. Um, there's no doubt about that. If he gets out of that, he's better than David Copperfield. <laughs> I'm going to say, Mark. Now, Sammy, it's first guest on the program this morning. It's great to have him. He's always very generous with his time. It's wonderful to talk to him. Now, how long have you been in Queensland? Uh, three years. Three years. Now, you'll be starting to learn that 
Queenslanders support Queenslanders. I've been here 26 years, no, 28 years, I think. Um, and Queenslanders love supporting Queenslanders. And we've got a Queenslander in action down south tomorrow. Tony Gollan has got one of his horses running around in one of the big races tomorrow. And we just hope it wins because Tony Gollan's training it and he's on the line now. Morning, Tony. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Now, Crone running around tomorrow. Are you able to get down? Because with COVID, you haven't been able to watch your horses when they're in the big races down south. Are you heading down south for this one? Yeah, no, she's all good now. We can get around where, where we like. Um, I got in Sydney yesterday. She looks um, in great condition. And she's, yeah, she's in good shape. She loves the wet, which has been pretty, plenty wet out there at Rose Hill tomorrow, which is in her favour, and hopefully she can go back to back. Yeah, gee, uh, drawn the good gate, Tony. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm sure you'll wrap to see her draw, draw three there, and it just looks a great race for her. Yeah, and no, I love it when she draws loads, Sammy. It's very important to her, really, because she can just race that little bit closer. If you go, if she draws wide, you'll go back a long way. She's a mare that has to be ridden for luck, so she'll be midfield. She'll stay up behind him for as long as as Chad can. He'll try and inspire, expose her, you know, inside that last furlong. She's got a good good finish when you can ride her that way. So she'll need a share of luck, but Barrier Three is a, a big help to the jockey. Important race for for Rosemont Rosemont to win as well. Obviously, big breeders and and Anthony Mithen and the team. Uh, you know, great to to have them in your stable. And uh, gee, it's it's been a busy time for them over the last couple of months. Yeah, look, they've um, they've really up up the ante in the last year buying buying mares. They were already in this mare last year when she won the um, when she won the Coolmore. They had a percentage of her. They just didn't race in in their colours, and they bought the other owners out. So look, whatever whatever Crone does, you know, after last year's Coolmore is always a bonus. But it, look, she could win two Group Ones. That'd be that'd be huge for Rosemont. They've been great supporters of ours. You know, obviously they're a Victorian stud, but they send a lot of nice horses up to me in Queensland and. We're very grateful for that, and hopefully we can repay them with another another Group 1 at Rosehill tomorrow. Tony, I talk about uh, how busy it's been for them in, in recent months, and obviously it's it's the sales time of the year. How is it for you? I mean, uh, you have a huge operation up here, and but at the same time, getting around to, to see yearlings and, and inspect horses, and then obviously, um, you know, hectic times at the sales. Lots of owners want to catch up with you. It's, it's you know, it's a busy period, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really it's a really busy period, Sammy. Like we, it sort of kicks off. Um, you start looking at horses in December, and doesn't really stop until after the Easter sale. And within that time, you got to imagine me as racing carnival. You got all your horses running at home, and obviously you got horses away. You know, racing at the Southern Carnivals as well. If you if you're lucky enough, so it's a, it's a busy period. I fly to Adelaide actually on Sunday, look at a few yearlings, and then back to Brisbane Monday. But I'm I'm lawfully lucky. I've got a you know, fantastic bloodstock agent. I've got a stack of help back home with assistant trainers, etc. So. We're, um, we're, a, we're a big operation, but I'm fairly lucky with the support that I got. Tony, Sam and I were talking at the top of the program uh, about the difficult conditions in Queensland the last couple of weeks. Of course, you mentioned in New South Wales they've had a bit of rain. I know that myself down on the Central Coast <laughs> last week. But races cancelled in the north of the state because of the heat. Races cancelled have been in, in the south of the state because of the wet. How difficult is the last couple of weeks uh, for those horses you have in work to try and get them uh, the races they need? Yeah, look, I don't, I don't think there'd be any horse anywhere in the in the southeast of Queensland down to Sydney that wouldn't have had some sort of interruptions in their preparation. I think everyone's sort of been on the on the across the borders have, have had some sort of interruptions. Um, in Brisbane, look, we're, we're fairly fairly lucky. I think out there at Eagle Farm, we didn't miss a whole lot. You know, we missed jump outs, trials, etc. And, and just the level of intensity of work for certain horses had to had to be um, reduced with the with the wet weather, as Sam would know. But 
Look, overall, I think everyone's been affected a little bit. But um, when you look at all the footage of, of the different towns, like Lismore, et cetera, like that, I think we're, we're fairly lucky where we were. Absolutely. I drove back from the Central Coast last week. I was telling Sammy I had to go via Grafton, then to Casino, then to Kyogle, out to Bow Desert, and the road was cut at Bow Desert. And you go through those places and you see, uh, as you mentioned, Lismore, um, there's some some really tough times for the people in northern New South Wales now. You mentioned Eagle Farm um, there, Tony. What are your expectations tomorrow? Well, I'll give you an example of Eagle Farm. I was coming home from Mystery Traces on, on Wednesday and I pulled back into the stables. It was late in the afternoon um, and they were watering it. So that tells you the, the, the drying pair. There wouldn't be a track in the southeast of Queensland that would be getting watered at the moment. But Eagle Farm had the sprinklers on on Wednesday, Wednesday night. So they put some horses over on Thursday morning, I believe. Uh, it was certainly every bit of good fall. So it's gonna, we're going to be a whole lot of the same what we, what we had previously. It'll be quite a firm track. Um, it's a horses for courses venue like it always has been. But don't um, don't be looking for wet trackers at Eagle Farm tomorrow. They, they won't be wanted. Tony, uh, I'm just going to wind the clock back to uh, last week and a race that really uh, was, I just found interesting, was uh, Bean Dreaming getting up and beating Amity Gal at the Sunny Coast. What were you thinking in that last furlong in that race? It's quite funny. I was watching, uh, I had two runners in the race. Uh, Morton Bay and Been Dreaming and I sort of was watching Been Dreaming early and she was just off the bridle she was just going nowhere and on the corner she was shuffled back to near last and I thought oh, this, what's going on here and he, I knew it could handle the wet so I still started watching Steph on Morton Bay and I could see it was just starting to pick up pick up and Amity Girl I, I raced against her at Doom in the previous start and she really sat down late there as well because she just tends to want to go a little bit keen in race and all of a sudden, um, I was sitting with a mate of mine and he said the other thing of yours is going to win this and I looked back and it was Been Dreaming and she just come out of the shot out of the ground, but I mean, as good as she was getting to the line, I, I guess the leader was weakening, so it made it look a little bit more impressive. But it, it was quite a good win for a horse that was going nowhere all race. Last Saturday at uh, Toowoomba, I'm sure you would have uh, been wrapped to have a good day there, and and that was a really good meeting uh, at up at, at Toowoomba, wasn't it? So Capital Tower, I was absolutely wrapped with this because I tipped it on trackside, and uh, yeah, he's got a great record this horse now. Yeah, he's a really nice colt. He's probably, you know, one of the more exciting two-year-olds I'll probably train, to be honest. He gives you such a good feel. He's just so tractable. You see Jimmy Orms able to ping him out the gates. And at one stage, it looked as though he may have led, and then he just come back on him. He sat in the 1-1. One, one. It was a terrific ride. But he had a, a horse under him that, that's, that's is very mature for his age. You know, two-year-olds don't normally, are not normally that tractable. So he's um he's a really nice colt with... We resisted the temptation to head to the slipper with him. He did qualify for the race with his prize money, etc. Uh, we're going to give him a short little break now, and you'll see him in the Winter Carnival. And he gives me the feel of a horse that he's going to give me my best chance of, of winning the, the JJ Atkins in the winter. It's a race I ideally want to win. He was he was my hero as a trainer growing up, Jimmy Atkins. So it's a race I ideally want to win, and I think he's going to give me my best chance at it. Well, that's a definite follow there, Mark and Vinco. Um, yeah, I, uh, uh, in fear of talking about myself, I got the quaddie there at Toowoomba and I left Vinko out and then at the last minute, at the last minute, I put him in. I thought, this horse will probably step up today and he was a good winner. Yeah, look, he, he's when you go to Toowoomba, as you're going to see at Eagle Farm on Saturday, they're horses for courses venues. And that horse only had the one run there and that was that was Wheatwood Day. We don't get up to Toowoomba very often with this grade of horse and he won really well Wheatwood Day and I thought his first up run this time in the Gold Coast was great. Um, I was really keen on him when the meeting got shifted to Toowoomba. He wouldn't have ran at Doomin on the really wet ground when the track dried out. 
He, um, he seems to be able to sustain a long run up there, and I thought his win was terrific. He, he's a horse that can do something in, in the Winter Carnival, you know, a race like an eyeliner, glass house, something of that level. If he can get good ground, I don't think he's far away from that grade. Tony, big question, the footy's back. What are your thoughts for the year? I'll tell you what, I thought one team was a lot better than the other last night, that's for yeah, sure. I, Jeez, Penner, Penner were good without they? Cleary. They were, yeah. they were sharp. Yeah. They were as sharp as what Manly were not, so... Um, geez, I've, I've put a warning sign out mm. straight away. It'll be very interesting to see how it all plays out. There's been player changes, etc. Um, look, I'm a Brisbane boy now. I'm a Toowoomba boy, but I'm a Brisbane boy now for the last 10 years. So I, I dearly want to see the Broncos you know, fire up and do something. Like Kevin Walters is a terrific guy and there's some good people at the club there. So I'm really hoping the Broncos can, can make the eight and, and give things a shake this year. Yeah, Penrith, not only without Nathan Cleary, because no, Matt Burton's gone uh, as well, and uh, Kurt Capel. Yeah, no, and Kurt Capel uh, is back uh, here in Brisbane. So to have three of their, you know, key players in the grand final, and they look so much better than Manly. I was disappointed in Manly round one, but Manly haven't won in round one since 2013. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, but Denny might give them a bit in the preseason. I'm not sure. They were, yeah. slow out. They were definitely slow out the blocks last night, and Penrith just looked like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, they did. Mate, it's always good to talk to you. It's so, so generous with your time. We really appreciate it. Oh, Sammy's got one more. I've got one more. Rocker Moore. What, what do you think tomorrow, Tony? Mate, I think, he, I think as we just mentioned before, horses for courses, Sammy. I think he's the he's the horse for that course tomorrow. I, I loved his first up run. He sustained a long run, and he's come through it beautifully. He's won at Eagle Farm, and then he runs second to Vinco at Eagle Farm. That's very good Eagle Farm form. I think Collis and Taylor's riding great. He's very well weighted. I, I think he's my best chance on the card tomorrow. He's got a big smirk on his face sitting here. So <laughs> I'm <home> happy. <laughs> Tony, thanks for your time, mate. Good luck uh, at Eagle Farm. But also, we've got our fingers crossed for Crone. It'll be great to see uh, uh, another great performance. Thanks for your time, mate. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. There he is, Tony Gollan. Always great with his time and wonderful to talk to. And he loves his footy too. Uh, yeah, he's a great Tony. trainer. And uh, big operation, big operation. And uh, it's, and growing. Uh, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. It's uh, He's... Um, yeah, he's uh, just so strong up here, and uh, he's got some super runners. Yeah, we better take a break here on uh, the punter's mate. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au.